Hello, my Sagittarius friends. Welcome to your Embodied Astrology Month Ahead horoscope for Aquarius season. This is a horoscope for Sagittarius Sun and Sagittarius Rising. The Sun and the Rising sign are two elements of your chart that speak most directly to your kind of core identity, your body, your embodied experience. Um, not everybody has different sun and rising signs. You can find out your signs by getting a free chart. You can find a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section if you don't already know your placements. Um, my name is Renee. If I didn't say that already, I am the host of the Embodied Astrology podcast and horoscopes. I'm a consulting astrologer and a somatic intuitive. As I'm tuning into your chart, I'm going to tune in to the impressions that I'm getting in my body. I associate those impressions to language that I have access to and experiences that make sense to me. Um, there are 9 billion people on the planet having really different experiences, so please listen into what I'm saying in a way that um, your intuition is leading. So anything that I'm saying, feel free to associate, feel free to make your own meaning. Um, listen for what resonates, take what works and leave the rest. If you want more information uh, on your astrology, I've just finished recording uh, my 2021 year ahead reports. So that's available um, for those of you who are interested in looking into the entirety of 2021, the major themes and influences that you're going to be working with. That's an hour and a half long reading. It comes with an embodiment practice and a written report, and you can find that at embodiedastrology.com. Okay, Aquarius season. I've already started to talk about a lot of the themes of Aquarius season in the previous month's horoscopes. So if you haven't already listened to your Capricorn season horoscope, um, listen to that because you're going to get information there too about what's happening in Aquarius season. Basically, since late 2020, there has been significant planetary movement in the sign Aquarius, and this is the site now for a huge amount of growth. Um, so at the beginning of the year in Capricorn season, I was talking a lot about that growth. And now as the sun is moving into Aquarius and over the course of Aquarius season, there are several really important aspects that Aquarius is, um, again, a site for. These themes all ramp up. So the theme for Sagittarius, the theme for you is new connections that you're making new mental connections, new neural pathways that you're forming, new social connections, new ways of connecting with people that you've known for a long time. We're up-leveling right now in the Sagittarius energy um, when it comes to connectivity. Listen to all the things that I said, right, and think about how does connectivity resonate for you? How you make connections um, in your awareness, in your intelligence, and in your mental function is one place to pay attention to. This is an excellent time for you to be um, reworking your vocabulary, thinking about how language functions in your experience. Language is incredible, right? It allows us to share information with other people to convey our inner experiences um, and perceive others to some extent, but it's also incredibly limiting. And when we put words around something, then we put a concept around it and it removes us from a direct experience of whatever it is. We start to tell a story. This is natural. This is part of part of being a human, you know, is humans compare, contrast, make mental images, tell stories about them, and get into 
patterns and get into habits with their stories. So this is an amazing time for you to pay attention to your mind. Really incredible moment um, in 2021, especially as we move into Mercury's retrograde that begins on January 30th and takes us through uh, February 21st. The shadow period of Mercury retrograde began on January 15th and it won't end until March 2nd. So this entire period of time is absolutely chock full of opportunities for you to learn, to make incredible leaps in your learning and your cognition. It might feel like a challenging time to learn. It might feel like you are confronting limitations in your own mind and perceptive capacity. That's fine. You know, we, we grow the most in states of mild discomfort, you know, where we are being challenged somewhat. When we're really comfortable with things and things feel really easy, we don't really grow. So if you're experiencing um, situations in your life that are requiring you to speak differently, um, think differently, listen differently, like perceive others in their communications differently, if you are in situations where you are like learning about um, cognition or learning about the way that cognition happens in ways that we wouldn't call it that, you know, it's like, um, I don't know how agreements are made between people and then they become an assumption or something. Like if you're looking at the frameworks for mm, perception, you know, and thought and language, that's so interesting for Sagittarius right now. And that can be an internal experience where you're like, wow, why am I thinking the things that I'm thinking? Why does my brain do the things that it does? That can also be an external experience where you're looking out at society at large and going like, whoa, where are people getting their information? You know, like what's going on in the world right now that is creating such mass dissonance between so many people, such a, um, you know, cognitive like car wreck, traffic jam <laughs> that, like people can't understand each other, you know, so intensely. Um, and you might be really interested in learning more about how people can come together, how people can understand each other differently, and how you might learn and think and communicate in ways that can help this happen in the world. And this can be applied in any way, okay? So again, listen for what resonates and make it make sense for you. Um, whatever it is that you're doing to restructure and repattern in language, in your thoughts and in your communications, it is because you are changing and you are changing in your day-to-day -day experience and you're changing in your experience of wellness. And this work in the mental plane and in the communicative plane is necessary for you to change. So what does this look like? I don't know. It could look like for some people becoming more transparent about their inner experience, willingness to be, you know, um, more vulnerable or something to ask for help so that they're not overworking themselves all the time. You want to change your day-to-day -day experience. You want to change your well-being. So you have to communicate in different ways. You have to delegate. You have to ask for help. That would be one example. Another example is if you happen to have work 
you know, a job where you're really interested in um, responding to current social evolution, you know, and maybe this feeling of people-powered movements, this feeling that this is a time for progressive change, and you might be doing some organizing in your workplace, or you might have a job that is about organizing, and you might be thinking about how do I bring people together? How do I get people talking to one another and looking at the changes that we can make, you know, in our organization or in whatever the field it is that you're in that are resonant with these larger scale changes that society is trying to make right now that have to do with, you know, more equality, more of a sense of collectivism or collective sharing, um, more diverse leadership, things like that. So in that case, you know, you would be trying to figure out how to talk to people who might be really different, who might have really different priorities. You might be trying to figure out how to translate a piece of legislation um, into, uh, uh, you know, articulation that's going to make sense to a person who doesn't speak legalese, right? Like who doesn't understand the, the language that comes through in political bills or something like that. So it's a really amazing time to, to be a person, you know, for Sagittarius, especially the Sagittarius instinct often being one of, you know, I'm going to carry some vision forward in my life and in the world. And this vision potentially has, um, a big idea in it, you know, a big idea of what's possible. This is an incredible time for you to really be manifesting this idea in new and different ways. Um, so the first 10 days of Aquarius season, 11 days from the 19th through the 30th are jam packed with call, like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for with energy that is pushing something to a head. It's not really a culminating energy that, that was uh, more of 2020, like a lot of ending things. This energy is about putting a change in place. So this didn't start with Aquarius season. It's been all year so far, uh, really since this new energy a, a arrived in Aquarius on the solstice. Um, but as we get into Aquarius season, things are ramping up. They're heating up. And... This could feel differently for different people, but there's definitely a possibility in the Sagittarius charts that you might be experiencing mental um, overload in these couple of days. And that could, that could manifest as anxiety, as insomnia, as nervousness, as, a, as excitement and elation, but like the inability to rest. If, the, if you are experiencing those things, I really want to encourage you to work with your breath, to work with uh, a kind of like measured, um, not necessarily controlled, but a discipline in your breath. So maybe you inhale and exhale for the same amount of time and you just count how long it takes, you know, and then you could start to stretch it out a little bit, like get your inhales and exhales longer or pause. And the pause for you right now is really important pause in that space between inhale and exhale just like be in that feeling so the reason why the pause is is important is because you're learning so much and your your mind is really trying to stretch in new directions and so in the mercury retrograde uh, again 
The shadow extends between January 15th and March 2nd. The retrograde is January 30th to February 21st. In that period of time, the way that you work with your mind is potentially revolutionary for you. Like it could really revolutionize your life. And being in a pause can really help you get to the gold of your insight and your awakening. The pause is the space between your thoughts. It's the space like between a, a, neur a neuron synapse connection that's happening. It's before you act upon the thing, you know, whatever it is that you're thinking, whatever it is that you are making a story about. So meditation practice is helpful for this um, because it teaches us to look at our thoughts and to not react to them. And so we might look at our thoughts and be like, wow, like there I am telling that story again. But if I don't look at my thoughts, then I'm just in the story in an unconscious way and I'm reacting to it because my body and my emotions are going to respond to that story every single time. Right now, it, you can do so much work repatterning your mind and opening your mind to new dimensions of possibility. And I want to say that when you are in the pause, you are in a receptive space, you're in an inquiring space, you're in a space that is really ripe for growth. So practicing pausing, practicing tuning into your thoughts, practicing working with your breath, these are ways that give spaciousness to your mental experience. And the more that you can give spaciousness to your mental experience and be in the pause and work with your own processes of inquiry and curiosity, the better your relationships are going to get. The more you're going to find that you can connect with people easily and um, you can give and receive information in ways that make sense to people and you get collaboration, you get buy-in, you get participation. This is important for Sagittarius because Sagittarius can sometimes be self-righteous and opinionated. You know, you guys are know-it-alls sometimes and you do know it all, a lot of you. You know, you do know it all, but people aren't really often wanting to listen to know-it-alls um, <laughs> all the time. And a lot of folks will respond in a really different way when something is framed as a question, right? Or if there's a curiosity, or if you can use conversational skills to get people to come to an understanding on their own rather than showing them the way, you know, illustrating it for them, asserting what you think is right. So the more you can use this time to notice mental habits, to notice the way you come to judgment, to notice the stories that you tell, the more you can repattern, the more you can get into a space of mental presence and awareness that really supports evolutionary relationship and really supports you being in this new way of being in the world and in your life. I don't know if I said this before as an, as an uh, potential of how I see some of this energy manifesting for you, but I, I did mention like the first, all through Aquarius season really, but definitely those first 11 days, there's a lot of potential for mental tension. And one of the things that I see as possible for you right now is getting into a new state of equilibrium and balance with your wellness and your well-being that has everything to do with how you use your mind and how, how you use your attention. For some people, that might mean thinking less, right? Like really expanding that state of space of the pause. For some people, it might mean thinking new things, you know, replacing old stories with better ones, 
doing some EMDR therapy or something like that. So I don't know what it's going to mean for you, but as we get to the end of Aquarius season, kind of the end of February, you're starting to feel something solidify and come into place in a new way. You might be recognizing work that you've been doing with what I'm saying that's now starting to manifest in different possibilities and different kinds of opportunities. And if you feel a challenge, if you feel like, oh my gosh, like I started this thing, but it's a huge project or like this never ends, <laughs> this repatterning work is never ending, um, stay the course. Stay the course. You are doing the first bits of work on a long-term project in your life. This is going to take you into the next decades of your life. You eventually will become some kind of alchemist of the mind. <laughs> and this, these moments that we're in right now, like I think you're really starting to understand what this could mean for yourself but it's gonna take a while and it's gonna take your practice and your discipline and your commitment, so stay the course, okay? You can learn more about all of that in your year ahead report. I also have a 2021 year ahead calendar that's a workbook um, that helps you work with your own chart and your own placements with 2021's astrology if you're interested in learning. I have a couple workshops on my website as well. Be Like a Mountain is a two-hour workshop that's mostly an embodiment and writing practice. Um, it, takes you into a lot of this deep inner work that I'm talking about, this repatterning work. Pivot Shift Transform is a six-hour, three-part workshop that teaches you the basics of chart reading and takes you through the over uh, the overwhelming, the majority, what's the word I'm looking for, the major aspects of 2020, 2021, and 2022 um, with support to work with astrology to plan for this time and to use the opportunities and the challenges um, of this time for best benefit with your energy. Subscribers get discounts on all of my offerings as well as access to my once a month subscriber only meetups where we do a lot of work around embodied astrology. Um, subscriptions are the number one way also to support this work and you can sign up at a pay what you can amount. You can offer a one-time donation if you would like and please if you enjoy this work share it with your friends and networks. I'm wishing you all the best in Aquarius season and beyond. Lots of love. Bye for now.